What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 471 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have a great question today from Justin, but before we get to Justin's question, I do want to give a big thanks to our sponsor today, lynda.com. That's L-Y-N-D-A.com in case you want to know how to spell it. It's an amazing platform, a learning platform online with over 3,000 on-demand video courses to help you strengthen your business, tech, and creative skills. I've used it myself for things like learning how to use the newest version of Excel to how to use Photoshop. I even got some training on my DSLR camera there too. There's everything there. You got to check it out. And what's cool is you can get a 10-day trial for free if you go to lynda.com slash askpat. Again, that's lynda.com slash ask. Pat, go there now. You won't be disappointed. All right. Thank you so much. And here's today's question from Justin. Hi, Pat. My name is Justin Powell. I work with Finance Store. I'm asking a question about how you determine what affiliates you work with. Do you determine who you work with based upon a set of values or is it based upon the amount of income that you could possibly earn through working with a specific affiliate? I'm just curious uh, how you go about deciding the best people to work with because you've established quite a bit of influence and I'm sure you have a lot of people that are wanting to work with you. I would just like to hear your thought process on how you decide who you work with and yeah, that's it. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Hey, Justin, what's up? Thank you so much for this question. I really appreciate it because affiliate marketing has been a huge, huge component of my overall income that I generated online. And I think it's something that a lot of people can do more of. And I'm really glad you're asking this question because it shows you're coming from the right place. Affiliate marketing typically has a very negative connotation in this online world because people take advantage of just how easy it is to do technically. It's technically easy to find a product, any product out there, and pitch it to your audience and, and just really drill it into their throats. Sometimes people abuse that power. Uh, you might be a part of some email lists where you just are typically typically getting all these pitches left and right for all these different products, and people aren't even really taking the time to get to know who you are first, which is not the right way to do it. The first thing you want to do, no matter what kind of business you have, no matter what you're going to end up serving them with, is you want to understand more about them, what their problems are, what their issues are, what their needs, wants, desires, so that you can come in and become that person who provides that solution, whether or not that solution is yours, one that you create yourself, or one that somebody else has created. And that's where affiliate marketing comes in. It's when you promote somebody else's product to your audience, and you earn a commission if somebody ends up purchasing along the way. And again, like I said, this is something that a lot of people take advantage with. Well, how do you determine who to work with? How do I determine who to work with? Well, it's very easy. I, I've made some simple rules for myself because over time, as I've become more popular as a blogger and podcaster, you're right. I've had a lot of people ask me to promote their products. And every day, there's at least one or two people who have come out with their new products or new books or new courses, membership sites, whatever, who know that I have this amazing audience that is willing to listen to my recommendations that, of course, they want to get in front of me. And I don't blame them for reaching out. I think it's it's admirable that they reach out, and that's some, something you should do. But I think a lot of those people who do reach out to me uh, don't establish that relationship first. Sometimes they're coming out of the blue, and they're asking for something big. They're asking me to pitch their product to my audience, and I'm not going to do that unless I know who you are. I've used that product before, and that's probably the biggest thing more than anything is I make sure that I promote products that I use because it makes it very easy for me to know and understand whether or not that product is actually going to help that other person, that product, the tool, that service, that book, whatever. You cannot risk recommending something that you aren't very familiar with, almost as familiar 
as if it were your own product. And the reason is because that trust that you have with your audience is the most important thing in the world. That That is the number one asset that you are building over time because that trust is worth so much. It's not worth getting a quick buck to then never have that person come back and trust you if that recommendation were to fall through. And that's what happens. When you recommend something because of a commission only and you don't even know that product and maybe it gives them a terrible experience, well, they're going to be upset at that product and that product owner, of course, because they've had that bad experience. But who are they really going to be upset with? They're going to be upset with you because you were the one that recommended it. And the you know, there, there's some simple rules that I tell myself and I tell other people to think about. And uh, it, it makes it sound almost corny sometimes, but it just makes it really easy to understand what decisions to make. And this one I'm about to tell you is recommend stuff that you would recommend to a friend because you wouldn't recommend something to a friend that you wouldn't know trust them. I mean, I, I'm just randomly thinking about the parenting space, for example. If you were to recommend something that uh, that let, let's say your friend had a baby, for example, and you recommended something that that gave harm to that baby, they are going to be like not your friend. <laughs> they're not going to be your friend anymore, uh, and and, and uh, other bad things can happen. And you don't want that to happen. So treat your audience as if they were are your friend, and hopefully you're doing things to make that happen. You're building a relationship with them. That's that's why building a relationship is one of the most important things. And understanding truly what your audience is going through, like you would want to know about your friend, so you can help them best. And that that's really what it is. So number one, it is you recommending products that I've used. It's just a very simple rule: products that I know as well as if they were my own, so that I could also provide uh, answers for people. And then this is really, this is another struggle that people have with affiliate marketing. They, they recommend products that they, know much, that, they, that they don't know much about, and then their audience comes, comes back and says, well, tell me a little bit more about it. Or they ask questions specifically about the product, and then if you go in and say, oh, I don't know, well, they're not gonna take your recommendation, and they aren't gonna trust you anymore either. But if you know the answers to those questions, oh yeah, that's module two, lesson three, you'll love it, and make sure to, to watch out for minute number 10 when he talks about this. It's a little complicated there, but make sure you just think about, if you answer a question like that, it's again, like as if it was your own product, but you answer it for somebody on behalf of another product, of course they're gonna take your recommendation. Of course, if it's a good product too, then they're gonna actually... Uh, love you even more. And that's the cool thing about affiliate marketing. You can start now with products that you already use. You can share it with your audience and it becomes a win for everybody. It becomes a win for you because you're getting a commission. But more importantly, it's a win for your audience because they're getting something that they need that you know is gonna serve them. And then it's a win for you and the relationship you have with that product owner too. And if you get to a point where you're pushing a lot of volume for any particular products that you have uh, and are recommending to your audience, then uh, you have this relationship with this with this company that you can then begin to work with them. Uh, for example, a lot of people know I push Bluehost quite a bit. Uh, they're a great hosting company that I use and I still use on a number of my smaller sites. And um, you know, I, I know the product uh, very well and I can provide my own sort of customer service for that product too. And I'm very confident in my recommendation uh, as well. But um, I, I forgot where I was going with that. But uh, you know, it's okay, this is live here. We're actually doing this live on Periscope right now. We have uh, about 100 people watching live. The hearts are coming in. Uh, thank you guys so much for that. But uh, what I was going to say is I've worked with Bluehost before to increase my commissions because I know I've been pushing volume for them. And I've also worked with them to create custom landing pages too. So if you go to, for example, smartpassiveincome.com slash Bluehost, it goes to a specific landing page that we work together to create, which has my face on it. It continues that conversation. And that's sort of a side tip for you. If you are recommending other products, you want to try and continue that conversation as much as possible. Because the thing is, when you recommend other people's products, you are putting people to a link that then drives them off of your website. And it's kind of like most people, they're just like, okay, bye, good luck. 
you, it's, you're on your own now. And uh, sometimes you have to work with that other company to make that experience for your audience the best it can be. Anyway, I'm kind of going off tangent here. I'm very passionate about affiliate marketing. I think it's something a lot of people can implement and uh, are still not yet doing it the right way. But I have a lot to say with it. Uh, but anyway, like I said, it's not about the commissions. It's mainly about the product itself and how well it can serve my audience and also the relationship I have with the person who created that product or the company because I want to know through conversation. And a lot of times those conversations do happen on interviews on my podcast, which is another cool byproduct of having a podcast. It allows you to not only get experts to come on and share information to your audience, but it allows you to build that relationship with those people too. And if you have that relationship with a product owner of a product that you are promoting to your audience too, just think about it. From an, audience per, per, from an audience's perspective, not only are they getting a recommendation from their, quote, trusted advisor, you know, you, who, is, who, who has uh, earned their trust, but they're also hearing from that product owner too. And they're getting a feel for exactly where they're coming from, and uh, they, they, they know who's behind that product, so they're going to be more likely to convert too. Uh, and, and like I said, that relationship you have is important, getting to know them, getting offline a little bit, meeting those people at conferences, getting to know their staff as well, all those things – um, you know, work in your favor. And really what it all comes down to, to sum this all up, is serving your audience. Your earnings are a byproduct of how well you serve your audience. And I think the people who are watching on Periscope right now would agree with me too. It's all about serving your audience. And the more you can do that, the better your outcome will be. And it doesn't have to always be with stuff that can earn you commission too. There are a lot of great things out there that you can recommend to your audience that there might not be an affiliate program connected to it. But if you know it's gonna help them, it's always gonna come back to you eventually in some way, shape, or form. So Justin, thank you so much for your question. I really appreciate it. I think this is gonna uh, hopefully open up a, a lot of uh, revenue avenues for people because it, it really is technically easy to, to set this up. Even if you go to amazon.com and become a part of, part of their associate program, again, use those products, create videos of them, show people how they work in and out, build relationships with your audience and those product owners if possible. And uh, good things will happen. So Justin, we're gonna send you an ASPAT t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. And uh, for those of you listening or watching live on Periscope right now, if you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show just head on over to askpat.com you can ask right there on that page i also want to thank today's second sponsor which is legalzoom.com a company a company that i've used several times in the past for both business and personal uh, stuff from trademarks to incorporation to wills and living trusts and all those sorts of things they, they do it uh, make it extremely easy to do and it's obviously much cheaper than using a lawyer and speaking of lawyers they aren't um, a law firm. However, they do have an, an amazing network of independent attorneys that can help you provide straight uh, that can provide you with straightforward guidance as you need it. So don't let the legal hurdles in your business and real life uh, be an excuse. You know, go to legalzoom.com, start building your own future the right way, and to save even more, make sure you use the word PAT P A T during checkout. Thank you so much. I appreciate you listening in. Uh, the quote to finish off this particular episode is from Henry Ford, and that quote is, failure is just a resting place. It is an opportunity to begin again more intelligently. And I couldn't agree more. Thank you, Henry Ford. Thank you, Justin. Thank you for those of you who are listening. I can't wait to serve you tomorrow in the next episode of Ask Pat. Until then, keep crushing it. Cheers. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects 
That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.